0: This is the Temporal Trek Podcast. hello and welcome to the temple trek podcast we are in season three episode 57 of the podcast and season three episode five of enterprise hopefully we are past the worst of the season um but we are in an impulse and uh i am not alone on impulse of course with me as always is is dan the other dan the dan
1: two, the one who isn't dan but is also dan and um Weirdly, we have a,
0: a weird thing where between us, we are. Ta-da! You're the other Dan. I mean, do we play? If we need to pay eight dollars a month to verify which Dan oh, yeah. we are, do we yeah. do like four dollars and split it, or do we do like two different Dan's, or are we the same Dan?
1: Well, I don't know, but by from what I can see so far, it won't really matter in about three days.
0: No, I think it's all just so, falling apart, isn't it? Yeah. So uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, thank oh. you for Twitter for all you've done. Good night. <laughs>
0: We'll do a Twitter in memoriam uh, episode yes. on, on Nexus Nights. Um, because I mean we came about from Twitter. I mean, we got exactly. in touch with each other from Twitter. Yeah. And there's a lot of connections and people who listen yeah. to this show purely from that social media platform. Yeah. Um, it's going to be sad to see that aspect go. Not necessarily yeah. what Twitter is go, but <laughs> there we go. Um, yes. Yes. So there we go. But um, hopefully Mastodon will replicate that or whatever other social media will take the vacuum of Twitter away. Um, because obviously Macedon is there, but it's not quite the same thing. It's it's a very no, different way of doing things. It's a bit clunkier, isn't it? Yeah, there's a bit more self-promotion from yes. what I can see. You know, There's yeah. no algorithm that's going to push your tweets just based on yeah. the words you're writing. You have to actually actively yeah. tag it with hashtags and stuff like that. So you, you're a little bit more involved in your own Um, self-publication I guess. Um, There we go, there's a tangent for you, Um, nothing nothing to do with the episode Uh, but Impulse, Uh, so we've got uh, Impulse. What we're going to do is sort of half watch-along, half notes uh, for you the listeners, Uh, so we'll go through it. I'll have the episode playing in the background but it will just sort of be there more for jogging my memory uh, more than anything else because I've got stuff written down but we'll see how it goes. But before we get into it, any memories of this episode do you remember it first time round anything that sort of came from it were you like oh not this episode again or you just completely forgotten it
1: no i definitely remember it i I was a bit oh not this episode again i'm not a big fan of this episode um Mm. i don't know why really i mean there's nothing wrong with it really it's okay it's quite action-packed really i suppose but i just thought oh again that's a weird one where it just doesn't bring the story forward and I just don't know why they did that. And, mm. and um Yeah, so I must admit when I watched it this morning, I didn't watch it with my full attention, let's say. <laughs> I, I sort of had it going and, and, and kept looking up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's not my favourite.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have to admit, I mean, I've watched it three times now uh, to, to try and sort of get into it and try and get it in my mind. Uh, but the The temptation of having the Lower Decks game on your phone whilst you're also watching it, I was paying more attention to the game. So maybe that should be a barometer, I don't know, going forward yeah, maybe, for yeah. future episodes. Um, and that was even the first time I was watching it, not just the third time. This one, I mean, I'm, I remember there being a Vulcan zombie kind of episode yep. in season three, but I don't really remember it very clearly. This, this one wasn't really one that stuck with me from way back when in 2002 when it was out and stuff. So... It was sort of no, I I what you mean. The, the basic idea, but I don't really remember why it was there, what was the point. And it really does hit a lot of the same beats for Extinction for me. Mm. Um, you know, mm. they're on the run, uh, there's some mutation yeah. of a set of people. It's not our own crew this time, it's just one member of the crew who's sort of suffering. Um, but yeah, it's sort of like I feel like those two episodes could be smushed together and it may have been, would have made for a better episode perhaps yeah. um had this been a bit earlier and this had been episode three and just forget extinction but there we go um right okay so uh, as always uh, for the first time listeners um we have the l car system for rating we locate the point in time so we've got to locate where we are in time that does not happen in this entire episode just trying to remember we're working in a time frame here you're just not thinking fourth dimensionally. Right, right. I have a real problem with that. There is not a mention of where we are, how many weeks they've been in there. Uh, Trip does kind of say that there is, uh, it's been weeks that we've been in here, but he doesn't specify how many. Um, so there is nothing for us to go on. I am going to screen share just so I've got this, the screen going in the background. Now, there is timey wimeyness, however, so there is a timestamp. Is... We are going to start at two minutes and 15 seconds, as on I the screen again. it's... It says one day earlier uh, because obviously before the credits and a little bit after the credits, there is this thing, this scene um, that for some reason was put at the beginning, but I, I, from what we got from two minutes and 15 seconds onwards, I could easily see where the credits come in. Um, There was no real reason to put this scene earlier. I'm just, I'm just vamping just to give you a bit of time to set it all up. Um, there. there. (laughs) There we go. Um, so yeah, so at two minutes and 15, I'll press play. In three, two, one.
1: There we go. Okay,
0: cool. So have you got the sound coming through on your side? No, but no, I've right. got I've got That's the right. subtitles on. That's it. So it opens up on sort of the the operations room. They're trying to decipher more of the Zindi sort of database. Um, and of course, Trip uses this opportunity. To bring back, by popular demand, Movie Night. (laughs) Movie Night. Um, Any thoughts on uh, boosting morale? I mean, we're only five episodes into the season. Do you feel like talking about morale makes sense to us, the audience? I mean, I know for them, they've been in the expanse for, what, 20-ish weeks by this point? Yep.
1: Yeah, I I think it does make sense. I think um, Trip is slightly um, over-obsessed with with, uh, Movie Night. But, um, just a little bit, I, I can understand, yeah. I mean, it would be you know, there's a lot of pressure on, isn't there? Mm-hmm. It's a difficult, you know, they're, they're not in a, an easy part of space as such. You know, there's been all that problems with the, the temporal non anomalies and stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know if it, has anyone died yet? I'm
0: not sure, have one, died yet. one death so far. That's just right. one death from uh, regime, uh, no, oh, yes, from anomaly when the pirates killed him, yes, and that's yes.
1: it. So. You know, there would be, yeah, tension. Mm. So, yeah, I I don't mind it, but it's, you know, good old movie night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But he does say, by popular demand, like, is anyone else actually asking for this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, we get the crux of the episode that uh, we get this distress distress call from the Vulcan ship. Now, I kind of feel like we should have had this mentioned earlier, like... Mm. You know, we saw the footage of the Falcons sort of wigging out and losing their mind back in the Expanse, but it was never factored into why they were going into the Expanse in the third place to rescue, mm-hmm. apparently, this other Vulcan ship, yeah. uh, the Salaya. Yeah. Now, uh, it doesn't make sense that they didn't already know about it. I kind of feel like this should have also been in the brief. Oh, by the way, if you find mm-hmm. Salaya, if, could yeah. you find out about it? And it kind of feels like it was just... It was something we should have known about earlier, especially considering it turns out to Topol served on this ship.
1: Yes, indeed, yeah.
0: Like, she would have had a vested interest. Again, yeah. just like Trip was forgotten about in Florida, yeah. Um, you know, she's got a vested interest in The Expanse. I kind of feel like that should have been a, maybe some of a bigger push. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah,
1: I suppose you're right, really. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it is very Vulcan not to mention the fact that, you know, You know, that's sort of a very Vulcan thing, you know, like Spock manages never to mention any of his family, for instance, you know. Um, But yeah, so I suppose, uh, (laughs) yeah,
0: the Salaya. But why
1: is there a a distress call going out? Because they've all lost their minds
0: yeah <laughs> i'm telling you well i mean that that other vulcan ship they had a hitchcock didn't they like the guy who lost his mind became a, a movie director maybe there was one guy who became a signalman and he was like i, I love sending dress calls and he's just got different diet types he like modulates his voice so he's got different funny voices he's basically just <laughs> you know what would i would be on a vulcan ship you know um <laughs> yeah um,
1: absolutely I quite like the CGI on this um, meteor sort of, yeah. whatever it is, sort of field. It's quite. It doesn't look bad. I was, yeah, it, it's it's held up pretty well actually. Mm. Um. Yeah. I, I
0: think, like,
1: um, Go mm, on, go on.
0: So I like that uh, Reed was saying that we need a fresh coat of paint because yes, we know for a fact Trip's not going to repaint it. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I like the way that T'Pol says I'm going to take over the helm for you. I mean, that's very, well, why would you need to do that? I, you know, that's very strange. So I'll, I'll, I'll do it, human scum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but also at this point, like, why did no one say, oh, let's take the proven pilot? You know, that guy, um, the guy who sat at the front of the bridge? Um, um it's, It begins with a T, but so many people on the yeah. show begin with a T. It's T'Pol, Trip,
1: and... Uh, yeah, someone, uh,
0: yeah. Timmy, Timmy, I think. Timmy, yeah. Timmy maybe. at the front. Yeah. Yep. But he's the proven pilot. Surely they should yep. have at least said, Oh, actually, we need you to go and mine these asteroids. I kind of felt like that was missing in this episode yep. as well. Like the justification of why they didn't take Timmy with them.
1: Yes. They don't never need a justification for not taking Timmy, do they? <laughs>
0: Let's be honest. <laughs> I like these two just looking at each other, a bit bothered that these things are coming in. Yep. Now, why is Timmy operating the transport? <laughs> Good question. Have you noticed how um,
1: uh, Trina, um, Tucker mm. doesn't really do the heavy weight of the thing very well, does he? No. You can tell that's just a bit of
0: foam or something, can't you? <laughs> yeah. <like>, oh. <laughs> he clearly didn't go to the same A-level class that they went to in Extinction. So exactly, Yeah. He, he didn't exactly. get quite get the training. No. Uh-oh, the transporter's oh, gone. Oh, yep. But I, I suppose a very organic way as to why the transporter is not working and then they can't use it to save the crew from the Vulcan yep. ship.
1: Yep, that's true. Yeah, there's a problem there, isn't there? Look at mm. that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, there's going to be some Ensign chipping away at that for yeah, weeks. Weeks,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a bit I did forget completely. I forgot the B-plot entirely. From this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah just like but it is it's quite good for travis or timmy mm. as like to call him yeah timmy he it has quite a good role this time it's one of his bigger roles yeah
0: but <laughs> at least i suppose if they'd had that conversation saying look you need to do the mining work and we go straight to the pod yeah. they don't even think of using the transporter yeah. um you know we could just buy that the transporter is not going to work beaming through all the wreckage and stuff like yeah. that so okay yeah. At this point, readers established there are areas that are decompressed on this ship. Now, what do you think I'm going to ask them to do before they step foot on that ship? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I know I should make a jingle for it because I say it every week. You should. But, you should. But seriously, it's it goes without saying, doesn't it? At this point, so many times. Yep. Like, oh. not... Don't put the helmet on, just carry the helmet yeah. with you because obviously there are areas where it's safe but if it looks like it's going to decompress, straight on. The other thing I
1: thought was, I I wasn't feeling very good for the uh, Mako guy. No. I'm amazed he made it through the show, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh.
0: Oh, there's Reed looking tough, pointing his gun yes, around. got a bit of that in me. Oh yeah, yeah. She gets to shoot stuff in this episode. He so does, doesn't he? yeah, yeah, with abandon. Like no yes. one is having to tell him to do it. He's just doing it. It's absolutely wrecked this ship, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. I mean, they don't build them like that anymore. To be fair, <laughs> I mean. So we're going to get Vulcan zombies. We know what's coming. Yeah. And a lot of these scenes really do sort of blend together. They but do, yeah. horror in Star Trek as a general mm. idea. Just any thoughts on, does it really work here? You know, is it any good? Does it really deliver on the premise of zombies in space?
1: The problem with horror in Star Trek is that it's it doesn't push far enough. Mm. You know, it's a very much a, a sort of, you know, NBC or whatever, I'm not even sure what, but you know, sort yeah. of BBC Two show. Mm-hmm. I was watching um Walking Dead. Mm. And it's the last in fact, this weekend is the last episode ever. Oh, of course, yes. And they've had like they had a break, and they've had a I think it's about eight episodes um of the last part of the, the series, mm. and it's been really gruesome. There's been like people ripped apart and you know loads of blood and stuff and <laughs> you know bodies everywhere and and but if they did that sort of thing that would be great but they yeah. just can't do that and so you always end up with this sort of you know it doesn't quite it isn't quite horror it's sort of a bit scary i suppose it's a bit sort of tense mm. but it's not really you know there's never ever sort of i can't think of any examples of like really you know mutilated bodies and you know and proper sort of horror stuff
0: Hmm.
1: But it's never quite, quite makes it for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same because I mean, we just had Reed looking at walls and there's Vulcan blood, but you can't really even see the green. And now it's not real blood, so you could show as much of that as you want because it's green blood. It's not real. Yeah. Uh, that surely gets past the censors And uh, you know, if they'd had maybe a larger Mako team, we could have had like some genuine horror. We could have actually yep. lost a few people. Yeah. And increase the jeopardy at least. But yeah this episode just doesn't seem to deliver i'm not genuinely scared for their lives i don't feel no. like they're in any kind of peril whatsoever no i agree absolutely absolutely oh here she is a superpower of being <laughs> now, able to rip a console off with her fingernails yep. that's it so archer's archer's got the superpower to explain anything without explaining it and she can rip off panels with her fingernails I'm <laughs> um, just wondering what everyone else's talents are going to be. Well, maybe we'll find out in a few years. Maybe, time. yes, yeah.
1: maybe. Who? Yes, I'm not sure. Reed's, what's Reed? Well, Reed's talent, of course, is shooting things.
0: That's true. That is very that's, true.
1: That's his thing, isn't it? Yep. He's, he's a happy man.
0: <laughs> Seemingly getting away with lots of HR breaches as well. I yes, that's-
1: absolutely. Yeah, it's his superpower. He can can uh, absolutely just wander around the ship committing <laughs>
0: HR. Um, <laughs> Never gets fired. Yeah. 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 I mean, Travis is obviously the invisible man. So that's his superpower, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Timmy, sorry. I should get his name. Timmy. Um, Yeah. So Uh, we've we've had our first zombie attack. Yes, we have. And, you know, it was a little bit stagey. You know, he swung very slowly as he was bringing it all in. Archer's now got you know three scratches along his face and now yes, we get some more. Indeed. Now, these Vulcans are very lumbering. They've obviously they got yep. clubs and stuff like that. Now, later on, we're going to see they're actually a little bit smarter, that they're able to outthink this crew, even though they're completely out of their minds on whatever's happened to them. <laughs> and yes, indeed. The other just, question
1: I have is, is, why are they not attacking each other? Yeah. They seem to be very organised for zombies, don't they? They really are. Yeah. They, they've got a, a target and they're going for them, you know, mm. but they now, don't see, you know, they're not just attacking people randomly. You think they'd be attacking each other, which obviously I think is there mention of that in this, that they, they sort of, or oh, there's another one, maybe another episode where they have been attacking each other
0: and stuff, but
1: they, they're just well, like,
0: I mean, that's what they said in the expanse, wasn't it? With the video footage. Yeah. So why aren't they doing that? Why haven't they just
1: killed each other by now?
0: Hmm. Well, at the very least, why are they not using the, you know, the Vulcan technique of rolling around? I mean, yes. they're completely outmatched by Reed and Omeko. Yeah. <laughs> now, Archer, like, was too easy at firing towards Reed. I he think was, he was yeah. actually aiming for Reed. Yeah, I, I
1: think he was. There's nothing else we can do for him. we just gonna have to shoot him.
0: Oh, sorry, yeah. Which wouldn't be, I mean, back in Extinction, he got shot twice. Um, <laughs> You know, he got hit where uh, once when uh, he was uh, just transformed, and then once again after he was taken out onto pole. So
1: <laughs> poor old Reed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby Mako, uh, he wants to yep. put uh, weapons on kill. Um, yep. I like that this sort of comes back as his way of trying to, you know, uh, thwart crazy to pole. You know, trying to get past her her craziness. Um, but you know, again, it doesn't ramp up the tension I don't feel like the Vulcans are in any danger if like at this point we don't know that they're not uh, beyond saving and things like this yep. you know we've got miraculous flocks on the on the starship who's able to cure anything within a few hours even <laughs> even if you've been researching it for 60 years so
1: <laughs> this is very odd as well look the way they're standing it's like they've suddenly got lots of control it's very very weird
0: mm. and
1: then There's... when they switch this thing off I mean it's, it's like it's strange. Yeah. It doesn't seem to fit with the behavior at
0: all. No, no they're they're dumb zombies at one point, then suddenly yeah, they're yeah. fast zombies and another. Which I mean it could have been interesting if they'd actually explained that some different exposures change them. Mm. So there's a, a maybe a hierarchy. And actually this is a, a society of Vulcans. Yeah. You know, I think I it could think have it, been yeah. a much more interesting thing if like, there had been a you know the top zombie who is the yeah. alpha zombie and then they've you know created their own society that could be a lot more dangerous. And mm. if they hadn't destroyed the ship, if this had been a reoccurring problem yep. in the expanse, yep. um, and they have to think about, you know, perhaps um, either using or thwarting the Vulcans in some way. Mm.
1: Mm. What's interesting, <laughs> watching it with the subtitles on is the grunts. <laughs> I the, the sound effect, uh, grunts. <laughs>
0: Reed's putting his foot on the hatch, like that's yeah. going to hold back on, six Reed. Vulcans. Yeah. <laughs> my foot, I'm putting my foot down, <laughs> sir.
1: Oh God, uh, Topol's beginning to get sweaty.
0: Yeah, that's when we know we're in trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is the opposite one. You know, the Vulcan physiology is not as robust yes. as uh, as it normally is. Uh,
1: 147. Did you notice that?
0: Yeah, 147. The magic number. Number magic number. Yep.
1: Hmm. Oh dear. yeah Paul's getting
0: angry yeah I mean is she getting angry or is she just letting out all of her attention from the last two years of working with these dumb humans <laughs> that's, yeah it's true yeah this is how she this is how she feels all the yeah. time. <laughs> like she's always like infected. You know, maybe it's yeah. air quotes infected. Actually, yeah. it's just her losing her temper. And you know, quite justifiably sometimes given how stupid yeah. these humans are.
1: Absolutely.
0: She's just using it as any excuse. Yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the engineers do some engineering. Yes. Now, I mean, I know that they're going into a non-atmospheric environment. So, of course, they're wearing their EV suits. Yep. Timmy's busy. You, yeah, he is. And you can really see how they've glued things on to the front of the uh, the suits here. Yes. You can see the seams of, like, someone had an <laughs> idea for a design. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fact, think. Come I don't think Timmy's a good pilot either. No, he sucks at rock climbing. He does. He, he sucks at uh, whatever the flag and sport was that he was talking oh, about yeah. in Riser. I reckon he just can't do anything. I think that's why people don't talk about him. They just humour yeah. him.
1: Yeah, they're sort of stuck with him, and we're stuck at yeah. expense, and we realise he's no good. <laughs> so, oh no. <laughs>
0: That letter that his dad sent back in Horizon, was it actually like, please just take him? Yeah, just just just, get rid of him, yeah. Just get rid of him, he's so bad. Grunts. (laughs) (laughs) Groans. Now, the Mako's taken a lot of beating, but he's still standing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tough man. I like how he's got the gloves on as well, like he 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 knows that maybe he shouldn't be touching stuff where there's a zombie outbreak <laughs> but the rest of the crew still no thought of maybe you know, touch it safely actually thinking back to um trip old lifting up uh, the piece of foam no yeah. gloves no yeah, gloves whatsoever yeah yeah he's exposed to space yep. i mean next time he does neuro considering he's just touched a load of neurotoxin he's literally <laughs> touching the person who can't do it i really hope he's washed his hands properly <laughs>
1: I think by this point, Topol's trying to talk to the guy. And and I mean, you can tell he's not really with it, can't you? (laughs) It's not like it's, you know... (laughs) Look
0: at him. (laughs) We worked together once. You're just having a bad day. It's okay.
1: Hmm. It was by this point, I'd sort of lost interest, really yeah i just like it's a funny thing with with enterprise just sometimes the the, end of the episodes just really sort of drag mm-hmm. this always feels to me like when i watch this that it's take it just takes longer than it needs to
0: yeah
1: you know they go they sort of go through the same thing over and over again <laughs> just escaping from Vulcans mm-hmm. and it's that to, Typical um Star Trek thing of of you know um having to climb the Jeffreys tubes effectively to to get anywhere, you know. As soon as there's like a you know, as soon as there's sort of bad weather outside,
0: mm-hmm. the whole
1: ship just collapses and they have they have to abandon everything and just go for the Jeffreys tubes. <laughs> and it's 18 decks above normally. Or 47. Yeah, or 47. Yeah. <laughs> she's really losing it now
0: <laughs> yeah off, and some baby face <laughs>
1: yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. i wonder if there's in falcon society you know like in that do you remember that episode i think it might be voyager where they land on a planet and these and it's all very peaceful and all lovely uh, but they start stealing memories like oh, not memories um anger like
0: oh, emotions and stuff yeah no, that and does wonder, ring a bell.
1: Yeah, and I wonder if there's an aspect of Vulcan society that that I mean, I know we've seen those those guys that sort of play with their emotions, mm. but like a you know, like a almost like a Fight Club, yeah, on, on Vulcan. I wonder <laughs> if that sort of you know there could be,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like a, a the Vulcan pits and system, yeah, like, yeah,
1: where people you know sort of go back to the old Vulcan way. You know, there has got to be. I mean, there's got to be like a little.
0: An underground movement or you know, a group who've gone off on a shuttle somewhere and you know they they're doing that. And this
1: is bizarre, the fact that she's talking about the emotions and stuff. Hmm. I mean surely everybody knows that.
0: No. I mean, the Vulcans are like the Batman, the Superman, the Spider-Man. You you know the backstory. Yeah. Like even people who aren't Star Trek fans know about the Vulcans. Yeah. There are some people who think, oh, you know, log- logical Mr. Spock doesn't have emotions. There are some people who yeah. said that to me. But at this point, you're explaining canon in a way that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just. I feel like they were just filling time with that conversation. Uh, Yeah, it does feel like that a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, and again, this episode feels like filling time.
1: It does. It really does. Watching it again now, I mean, I'm just thinking, when's it going (laughs) to (laughs) finish?
0: And like, there's still loads of timey wimey jumps and stuff that we haven't done yet. Like, there's still so much of this episode to go, and we're already in. 23 minutes into the episode, right? I mean, admittedly, we missed the last first two minutes, but still, yeah. All right, Archer's really going to town on this Vulcan, he is in a year, he's properly kicking the nine bells out of him. <laughs> he's probably the one who started the underground fight clubs on Vulcan, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, let it out, guys, just let it out. It's fine. <laughs>
1: and I don't think this happened yet, but. There's a bit when Tipole really loses it
0: mm-hmm. and they hold her and stuff.
1: But aren't Vulcans like twice as strong as humans?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yet again, I, it's so weird. I mean, unless whatever's happened to them, because at this point, we still don't know what's actually causing it. But at some point, maybe it I don't know, de-strengthens or weakens in some way. I don't know. Yeah, it's so weird. Whenever she's you losing went for it,
1: strengthens before the weakens.
0: Yeah, I know. I just completely forgot the word. <laughs> I think this episode has just forced it out of me. That's it. I can't think. Of, I can't think straight.
1: And there's this whole bit with um with Timmy and Timmy you know, just completely forgot this bit.
0: Yeah, genuinely more interested in this though. Like, I think if this had been uh like a shuttlepod one, mm. you know, Timmy and Trip. You know, trying to mine for the Trellium. Isn't there an episode that does that already? I don't know. I honestly can't I'm remember sure if there is. is a whole episode where it is this.
1: I thought there was an episode where they go on to a meteor and and it's turning or something and it's getting near to being too hot.
0: Oh. Is that season one or
1: something?
0: Yeah, um, uh, breaking the ice when uh, yes. the Vulcans save them in the end. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Another Vulcan thing. So Vulcans in asteroids, that's two that's lots in Enterprise. Maybe it's a trope. There we go. Yeah. Well remembered. Yeah, I completely forgot about that one. But at least that could have been interesting. There could have been like the dangers of mining. You have to rescue them. This time the Vulcans can't help because they've got yep. their own problems. Um I just I feel like I feel like this episode is, weirdly placed again like this should mm. have happened earlier so that they find out what happened to the you know they go into the expanse saying oh there's this vulcan ship in there maybe yeah. they're alive maybe we can help them maybe they can help us with some intel mm. and this should have been if not the first episode maybe should have been instead of extinction
1: mm.
0: and then they the vulcans break out they they rescue them from the minefield they crash land on the planet and we get extinction sort of you know, on a jungle planet, but they've got to stop the infection from getting out of hand. Yeah, And then that species come in to try and stop it and they've got flamethrowers and stuff. You could actually genuinely have a zombie movie on a yeah. planet and they've got to contain the outbreak. Um, and that's what Extinction was, you know, going to be. Look uh, at the
1: state of the shuttle pod. I know, properly it beaten up. Absolutely yeah. smashed it to pieces, didn't they?
0: They really have. But now, it is very strash, uh, smashed up. I wonder if it's going to stay that way when uh, we see some CGI later. I'm ah. just, just, just. Let's see if we can point that out. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of hours before yeah, they can launch. Hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's something very timey-wimey going on here. Yes. So Flox has got a couple Phlox. of hours. Yeah,
1: We've got to, uh, to solve the whole problem. Yep. Come on, Fox. Yep. Get
0: on with it, mate. <laughs> I'm what, surprised he hasn't. Sleep? Sleeping. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't already figured it out already without even yeah. any samples or anything. So
1: At this point, Topol was really losing the plot, is not she? <laughs> no, they
0: haven't. They haven't <laughs> been realigned, have they, Reed? No, you useless git. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you stupid man. <laughs> because at this point she pushes him straight across the room yeah clearly very strong yes so that you know and then suddenly Archer just sort of holds her and you know no problem
0: at all you know I suppose at least you could say maybe when he was um, you know the weird extinction Archer maybe he gained a bit of strength and Uh, maybe maybe he's the only one physically capable of doing it still trying to make extinction matter that's That's my ultimate goal for season three.
1: (laughs) Bit of paranoia.
0: Yep. She's just gone. She's just jumped straight from just being a bit aggro to right to paranoia. Come on, Reed. I could blow it up, sir. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I could just blow it up. <laughs> It'll work, honestly, sir. Yeah, but then we'll be sucked out to space rig. Yes, but there'll be a hole, sir, and they'll be able to find us, sir.
1: <laughs> I don't mind dying, sir.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I could do it, chip chip cheerio.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes yeah, not, not, not very British at all, really.
0: I think she's pretty.
1: You ever noticed her bum? She's got an awfully nice bum.
0: Shut up, Reed. Awfully nice. I suppose this line, uh, if you were a brand new fan coming in, could we use that as justification that we're getting Archer's backstory? Because we didn't get that in Expanse or Zindi? sort Mm -hmm. of. This is just sort of playing into it more. But I feel like we're just going back over the same ground yes, again. We are very much so. We are. This episode is running at impulse. I don't know it actually is. what impulse has got to do with
1: no, this episode.
0: No, yeah, like they go down to one impulse engine when they were mining the the rock. Yeah. So that's the only word impulse that they use in the entire episode. I just cannot think what no impulse they're getting at. She's impulsive. But,
1: yes, I think that might be... That's the only thing I can think of, is that it's
0: a, like a play on words. Yeah. I think it would have been much better with Vulcan zombies in space. <laughs> yeah.
1: But you're right. I mean, it's just like... Oh, come on. Yeah. What's 29? Half an hour. There's still 13 minutes Half an to hour. go.
0: Yeah. There's still seven like, seven more minutes till we actually reach the end of this time slot. Like, is it? Seven more minutes of them... Walking around just like yeah. these aimless zombie Vulcans See, who
1: again look look at these have a plan now.
0: Yeah. It's really weird. It's so inconsistent. Yeah. That's why I thought it might be more interesting if there had been a, an alpha hmm. male or female Vulcan who is in charge of everything. And yeah. maybe they've got a friendship with Topol, and Topol is sort of desperately trying to argue for the humans, but also giving in to her side. Yeah. Um and that maybe they win them over by her becoming the Alpha Vulcan and mm-hmm. then they lead them out and then oh, all right, the Vulcans die because they have to, we can't have any backup in the expanse. But it would might have made a more interesting episode. Hexafluorine. There we go. Gotta love that hexafluorine.
1: See now now they've gone back to being like dumb. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're sort of <laughs> smashing at <it> a ab- <laughs> A metal door with some crappy... I mean, you know, (laughs) if you've got about 16 weeks, then you might get through.
0: Alpha Vulcan, we have taken out their communications. We are pumping in the hexafluorine. What do we do now? Bang on the door with sticks. (laughs) Exactly, What What if we just use our phasers to cut... No, bang on the door with sticks! (laughs) But they can escape out the hole in the top of the ceiling. No! (laughs) Give them time. They must leave yeah exactly yeah yes. I'm paranoid but I will accept your hand anyway yep Ooh. well I mean they can open the door with their finger now so I suppose that yes. makes yeah, it's that makes consistent sense. Vulcan superior power did we give you enough time to escape no no just give me two more seconds <laughs> we're just
1: back again to another scene where they're running through a <laughs> yeah
0: it's like the caves in the breach all it, it over is, again it is absolutely i agree with you right we're gonna stop here and then we'll go into the next we... one because we've got one minute left on the recording and then we'll go okay. into uh things. so we're at 32 minutes and 17 seconds right uh i will go Let's stop the share Get some snacks, perhaps a carbonated soda. Right. So, uh, yeah, carrying on 32 minutes and 17 seconds. Okay. Believe it or not, 32 minutes of TV has just passed past our eyes. Yes. And I have nothing to say beyond bored. Bored. Yeah. yeah. So the ship's already starting to blow up, they're yep. losing even more of it. Yep. I mean, it's fortunate the Enterprise came along at this moment and didn't come back. Yes, I mean, about
1: 20 minutes later.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, there was a Vulcan ship there. Oh, yeah. No mind. Oh, well. Moving on. <laughs> I'm going to struggle, even though I'm a lot stronger than you.
1: Yeah, exactly. it's really weird.
0: Rocks are falling. Again, I mean, I just kind of feel like if we'd had more Makos, we could yes. have had not explicit violence. Like we just saw a body there with like blood yep. gushing down it. But you could have had a mako, like dragged under the door and then you just hear screams. You don't see anything. Yep. But it would have just ramped up a bit more of the horror. I think yeah. it would have been a bit more interesting and genuinely sort of like a, a terrifying episode. <coughs> uh, I know it would have played into the idea that Makos are just dropping here, there, and everywhere and we're running yeah. out of them. But, uh, you know, if you want Jeopardy, you have to kill someone. It Even TOS knew this.
1: Yes. This bit is really... I just, this bit annoys me. Yeah. It's lucky that, that there was a piece of metal. Yeah, lucky there was a bit that just fit across perfectly. <laughs> but also look how thin it is yep. you'd have to be like i mean seriously isn't it, it reminds me a bit of the um the bit in star wars yeah
0: yeah What's i can't even, i can't quite remember what i'm talking about but yeah it's like a flimsy bit of metal that is just yeah. hanging off and would not support the weight of a human being or yeah. anyone else
1: it's it's really odd it's, it's like um Raiders of the lost ark as well yeah
0: I hope she's been I mean, shot this, I mean this, and this is
1: incredible Archer must be like uh, just um, amazing you know s- strength and balance and I mean that, that's like a, a Olympic what's it called like the beam you know you have to train for years to walk across that thing and and Archer not only can walk across that but he's got to pole on his back and he just wanders across.
0: It's pure faith of the heart. That's what it yeah, is.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's like that, isn't it? It's like um it not raises the lost heart, the other one. Um the one where oh. he get, gets the um The, the Last Crusade. The, the, Last the Crusade, leap, yeah. The Leap of Faith. The Leap yeah. of Faith, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Maybe they should have had the penitent man, you know, with yes, like sores yeah. and chomping yeah. bits and stuff like that. So again, like the Vulcan is just pulling on his trousers and <laughs> yeah. he kicks him away. Yeah. I thought he
1: was sure to fall off at that point.
0: Exactly. Like, Enton Babyface needs to die. Like, yeah. he's survived far too easily.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Or that at least. Was handy
1: as well. Look, that exactly. Star, yeah.
0: Yeah. Just big enough for them to crawl under. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Another, another call back to Raiders of Lost Art,
0: crawling <laughs> underneath the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Archer should have had a hat so that they could have just pulled it <laughs> through.
1: And... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: But okay, yeah, I mean, Edson Babyface should have stayed behind, you know, yeah. give buy them some time. Yeah, buy them some you time know. Yeah. I know it's a trope, but it would have made it a little bit more interesting. Oh. Are the airlocks jammed? They could be. Oh, they're ducking clamps. They it's always a bloody yeah. docking clamps. Even the Vulcans can't keep them going. So maybe we can't judge Trip for the bad ducking clamps. <laughs> wow, look at that paint job on that new shovel yeah. there. Oh, but, you're right, mate. Yeah. Not oh, a scratch. Spotted. They had a couple of hours to repair that and they redid the whole paint job. Well done, Trip. Away they go, look. And now a rare scene. Both shuttles working at the same yes. time. Yes. That's the most interesting thing I can think of for this entire episode. Okay. And that was good timing. Ships exploded. They just got off in time.
1: You notice um Archer's
0: scratches.
1: Yep. What I noticed was later on in the episode that he still has them. Flox obviously hasn't bothered to fix them at all. No. Just like, oh, you'll be all right, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Make you look hard.
0: Yeah, exactly. They should have kept them as scars for for season three. Um, We're going to stop at 37 minutes and, uh, yeah, 37 minutes dead on, actually. In fact, we're not going to go for a single second. We're going to go right back to the episode. I'm really sorry. We have to go right back to the beginning. At zero minutes and zero seconds, as Archer with the three scratches brings her in. So they're in sick bay. She's properly losing it now. Right, well, I'm just getting back to it. Yeah, no worries. We ready? Uh, yes. There we go. So, and three, two, one. Oh, it's wigged out again. Ah, come on. I don't like jumping. Don't make me watch in the temple trek way. There we go. My Netflix is back. Really? Uh, so there we go.
1: Two, one.
0: Go. go. Right. There we go. So, right, they did this at the beginning to presumably ramp up the tension, what's going on, you know, this sort of thing. And it's a standard way of, like, jump to the end to tell a little bit yeah. at the end of the story. But you could have had the derelict Vulcan ship yep. as the, the teaser. Yep. And I kind of feel like that would have worked just as well. I didn't really need... To see to poll yet again, losing her mind. This is not the first time it's happened, so it's not an unusual day. Yep. Um, just any thoughts? Does it work as the opener, or should it have just stay? I, I
1: quite like it as the opener. What I do notice, though, when it comes to, is so they're on that ship for a day. Yeah, which seems an extraordinary amount of
0: time for mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah, yes, we're in the title yeah. sequence. Yeah, there we go. Uh, we're letting the yes. title sequence jump, just play. Jump the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, skip there we go right we come back in at one minute and 39 seconds into the same scene yep so we've worked out trellium is having this neurotoxic effect that's already been established in the episode that we've just watched um so now we've got a little bit of danger about insulating the ship in trellium d you know should archer continue and go this way so um yeah so I suppose this episode is important given that it introduces this idea that there's a member of the crew that won't be able to operate properly if they insulate yeah. themselves. However, the entire ship will be safe if they insulate themselves. I mean, maybe just have to pull in an EV suit every day, every week until they find yeah. an inoculation. Yeah. And I think that could have been an interesting comment, you know, that they've enabled her to be able to live on the ship, but it's not the most you know comfortable environment for her. Yeah. Um, just any thoughts that should they have gone that route, perhaps, and said, "Look, we have to do this."
1: Yeah, maybe that would be quite interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to remember, but they do actually carry this forward, don't they? This whole thing, which is very unusual for Star Trek, because mm. generally, like, especially like Voyager. I mean, Voyager's famous for that. You know, <laughs> something happens one week. You know, like there's a bit when Neelix dies. Yep comes back and has his existential crisis and it's never mentioned again. She's like, oh, that's all right. You know.
0: <laughs> and then next, next he's back to his spices and his yeah, exactly, uh, pl- yeah. plumex soup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah.
1: So I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, yeah, they should have done something with it more.
0: Yeah. Mm. It just seems weird that they're, they're taking <coughs> half an hour to 45 minutes to establish another thing for the season. When, I mean, I know we're used to this now in TV now with uh, season long arcs, if not an entire TV show that is written this way, that they could have condensed all of that into one Mm. thing. But it just seems like a big waste of time to spend 40 minutes for one problem that they've now got to solve for season three. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. Right. That uh, brings us up to two minutes, 14 seconds. So now we go. Back to 37 minutes and one second on the bang. There, Where is it? 37. So much easier. When I can just drag it like this. I try and do it on my phone. It's so much harder. 37, right. did you say? 37 minutes and one second. Basically, it's poles laying on the floor and then straight into rocks. Rocks in a tub. Right. And uh, three, two, one. Back in at 37 minutes and one second. So the scratches have become less. I mean, he's wiped the the dripping blood away. But now the shuttle's banged up again. Yeah. So which shuttle is this? (laughs) Is this the one that was escaping the Vulcans or is this the one that he fixed up and it got banged up again? (laughs) Is there like a team on board, the repair team? Like, just he did it again. He's (laughs) messed it up twice. (laughs) Oh, it's all
1: solved.
0: Yeah, she's Okay. This won't become a problem for life. No. Mm-hmm. I do like the uh, the green onesie for um for Flocks the the yes the suit. Yes. I, it's quite a nice touch. Oh, I really like it. Looks like it'd be a very comfortable cosplay if you went to a convention. Yeah, I reckon you'd rock that, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a go. <laughs> yeah, <I> reckon <laughs> I mean, you'd look great in that, mate. Get the wig for you know the back yep. part of the hair. It'd be the most hair yeah. I've ever had in my life.
1: It'd be great. Gotta <laughs> do something about the eyebrows, though, mate.
0: Oh, but that's all right. Uh, my wife had to pluck one the other day because it it grew longer than all the other pieces, and it was oh, a really? long gray one as well. So I am I am ready to be a Denobulan. I'm <laughs> I'm one hundred percent. My biology is ready to be that. So I look forward to being able to solve problems in hours that take people years to solve. That's my superpower. <laughs> now I know she's in sick bay. I know that, you know, yeah. when I've been, you know, ill and things like that, I'd be put in a little dressing gown, all this sort of stuff. And I'm not wearing clothes, but she is fully stripped down with just a yep. blanket. Yep. The producers are doing it again. They and it's are. in a, in a serious scene where she's just yep. gone through a traumatic event and they're doing it yep. again. They are. Yeah. Uh, Cause there will be a scene as well, where there's a full black back shot where she's completely naked and it's, filmed in such a there it is filmed in such a way Uh, (sighs) she's gone through another traumatic experience four yes in in two years yeah again we're establishing that archer isn't fully gone we're not getting some people call it dark archer don't they for this season Mm, yeah but i mean it's not a departure for archer as we've established um Yeah, right. We're going to stop at uh, 39 minutes and 40 seconds as the Enterprise is flying through space. Right. And now for about two minutes or so, there's just going to be a scene where I didn't watch it. Honestly, (laughs) I did not watch it because it's a dream sequence with Ah. Topol. Oh, yes. Uh, So, and that includes, I think, movie night. Even though movie night was established in the beginning of the episode, And we could maybe say, oh, it did sort of happen and she's using it in her dream. It's established that she actually wakes up in sickbay. So she hasn't moved from sickbay from scene to scene. Um, And also in the earlier scene, he said he was going to pick a comedy, but they're watching a mystery or a murder mystery thing. So it's completely different. So we're going to skip forward to 41 minutes, 29 seconds. Okay. Okay. Uh, just thinking on the on the dream sequence. Uh, any thoughts? You know, I kind of um, think it fitted uh, to Paul's reaction in the movie from previous yes, times.
1: I quite liked the fact that to was so scathing again <laughs> around Fox. Yeah, I in love, her dream as um, well. Yeah, I do love that sort of scathing thing she does. She quite often just destroys people with a a single word, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Of course, I watched it, and the the line uh, "Please use logic quietly." Yeah. Um, I love it absolutely. Brilliant. I like
1: Flocks just sitting there chomping on popcorn <laughs> as well. That's just totally Phlox isn't it?
0: <laughs> she's like in her mind. She's got the perfect flocks. She just yeah. knows how he does it. Um, right, and at forty one minutes and twenty nine seconds, cool. she wakes up all sweaty in sick bay yep. because she's having yeah weird dreams. Yeah. Jolene Blaylock has that look. Like she, kno- she knows what she wants to do when you're unsettled. Yep. That facial expression is the same in every episode we've seen her in. It is, yes. And the enterprise warps away. 41 minutes and 52 seconds. There we go. We and made it, mate. The we end of it. Impulse. We made it out.
1: Oh, bloody
0: hell. Yeah, what a slog. Oh, that was a slog. Jesus. Um, Right, so that's the episode. Uh, any yes. other thoughts on impulse? Do you feel like we've we've said everything that could be said? Yeah, I've 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 had enough of thinking about it, mate.
1: Again, I've, I've, you know, did, there's, a, there's a bit in the Simpsons. I don't know what episode it is, but it's in um the quickie Mart,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, Hans Moleman is trapped in a free fridge. Yes. And he says, he says oh, that was, that's an hour of my life that I want back. <laughs> and that's basically how I feel about this. It's like an hour and a half. I watched it this morning. I watched it now. That's an hour and a half of my life that I want back.
0: <laughs> I'm going to see if I can track down the quote and we'll put it in. And then we'll just see how many episodes of this we actually put it in. <laughs> you took four minutes of my life and I want them back. Oh, I'd only waste them anyway. Is it worse than some of the worst episodes of season two? No. No. No, uh, there is something there, yeah. And at the end of it, we are establishing that this trellium will have a negative impact on a crew member. Yep. So there is a at least somewhat consistent part of the season being played into. Yep. It's not like Exile, uh, extinct, which has nothing to do with it. Yep. Um. You know, again, if they wanted to have extinction, why didn't they? Ex- you know, explain that Archer's got this monkey uh, strength. You know, his his uh, altered biology now allows him to do that thing where he was walking across and carrying yeah. to Yeah. A simple line saying, Look, I've still got my muscles from when I was, when we were turned Reed. I can lift her. Um, and maybe uh, Ensign Babyface was knocked out as well. And we have Reed carrying him. And it would be, you know, uh, I don't know how the actor would be able to do that because I think Ensign Babyface is actually bigger than him, but there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It just felt like, I wanted this to be used to justify Extinction, and I felt like this episode should have been earlier instead yeah. of Extinction as well, so yeah, um, yeah nothing I mean, more happens
1: like, now. talking about Season 2, I mean, at least this episode you know, how many times on Season 2 did we say, basically nothing happened, and then it all <laughs> finished at the end, at least through this episode there was action and stuff going on all true. the way through, Very true. so that's why it's better than, than the, those sort of Season 2 clunkers yeah, but it's just a bit slow, a bit repetitive, and in a, in a season long arc doesn't really, as you say. I mean, it does it does set up the trillium stuff, but mm-hmm. is it worth a whole episode to do that? Really?
0: Yeah. You if know. it had been established earlier on that we've got to save the earth, we've got to go in the expanse and find the Zindi. Mm. By the way, there's also another Vulcan ship out there. Yeah. And it had been established at the get-go that this was one thing they had to deal with. And yeah. then just how it happens, they find out that Trillium is a problem. And then, then them saving the Vulcans actually meant they could save themselves. Yeah. That would kind of work. But it, they don't even go there. It's such yeah. an obvious setup. And they were already yeah. aware of what they wanted to do for season three, given what the Zindi and Expanse did to set everything yeah. up. That Why didn't they just have a single line just to say, look, we've been looking for the Saleya as well. We finally tracked down the signal. Um, yeah, just just bizarre. Just bizarre. Yeah. So that's it. Locating the point of time, they still did not give us a timestamp. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a timey-wimey thing. Timey what? Timey-wimey? I've, I've no idea where he picks that stuff up. Um, but uh, that means we move on to our next criteria, which is uh, consequences. Question whether it addresses the Consequences. Which, which. The concept of learning from one's mistakes shouldn't be difficult for a Vulcan of your wisdom to understand, Ambassador.
1: I don't wish to contradict Captain Archer,
0: but learning from one's mistakes
1: is hardly exclusive to humans.
0: See for consequences. Uh, how consequential is this episode?
1: <coughs> well, I mean, we've said it. It sets up the Trillium stuff with T'Pol and that's it.
0: That's it.
1: And I, You know, that's it. No. Um, do you know what? That's it, man. I'm not even going (laughs) to... That's it.
0: There is nothing else. They're they're mining Trillium, which they were already trying to do anyway. And that's it. So that's it. Consequences. Nice, short and simple. At least these episodes that have nothing in them make it a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Alterations, expansions. I know we've already said a few things, but how would you have wanted it changed? If you had to keep this episode called Impulse and it had to involve Vulcan Zombies, How would you like to have seen it be a bit more worthwhile?
1: I think maybe what you said about having a few more makos and have a bit of death, Mm -hmm. that would make sense. It just all sort of, I think they needed to just change, you know, because they went from one scene when they're being chased and they're shooting to another scene when they're being chased and they're shooting to another scene when they're being chased and they're shooting. Just mix it up a little bit and, you know, as you said maybe you know just sort of maybe having the 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 vulcas not quite as far gone as such Mm. just angry or or just sort of you know you know sort of losing control Mm -hmm. whereas they're they're so far gone that they become very boring Mm. there's no sort of you know there's nothing about them you know they can't have a conversation they can't sort of have this thing where maybe you know, they've tried to the, the Vulcans have trapped them or something on purpose because they they think, you know, a bit like with T'Pol when she's in sort of going through the ear when she gets paranoid and stuff when they're paranoid and it they, so they're not sort of like zombie but but they are mm. you know, they've lost control and stuff. Yeah. But uh do you know what? I mean I can't be bothered.
0: <laughs> Cause that, that could have been an interesting idea that you examine what the Vulcans were like. We actually get to Mm. see what the Vulcans were like before logic came along Uh, and that they are ruthless, but they are so dangerous because they're so strong and everything. They're not people who just bang on doors with sticks. Exactly. You know, they're not starting their own musical stomp. Um, You know, know, that's, that's pretty much what they were there for. Um, Yeah. And I, I genuinely want this Vulcan ship to have been a presence in the expanse, Mm. a difficulty to overcome. And perhaps this Vulcan ship, because it's unsteady and and um, because they've got a violent crew, they're attacking the Zindi. And that, that's the, the PR yeah. challenge. You know, yeah. they've got to say, look, these Vulcans are coming in and they're attacking us. They're allies with the humans. Yeah. And that the Zindi are using this as like a, a PR or propaganda yeah. against the, the whole Zindi population. And so just proving our point. These are dangerous people. This is why we're building the weapon. Um, I kind of feel like that could have been a beat that they went as well. Um And then eventually the Enterprise destroys it to try and sow the seeds of doubt. Actually, the humans aren't as untrustworthy as we thought. Um, Or, as we've been saying, knowing that the E2 is out there, uh, (laughs) maybe turn up and tell them, don't
1: go on board the zombie ship. Don't go on the board of the zombie ship. Um,
0: (sighs) There we go. (sighs) Um, So there we go. That is Alterations Expansions. Nothing we want to come back for on this. No. So uh next is our pirate criteria, the recommendations. Arr, what did you think of the story?
1: From my perspective.
0: That's one way of looking at it. I'm going to recommend Argumetes. As always, two strands to this. Do we yes. recommend to Star Trek fans? Is it a good episode of Star Trek? No. No, no. It's not Um, awful. It's not season two awful, but no. Yeah, it takes all the worst tropes and just plays them up to the max. Yeah. And is it a good entryway? No. There we go. I'm not even (laughs) going to finish the question. See, it's like that was an impulse. There, he just knew. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why it's called impulse. They were waiting 20 years on for us to do this podcast (laughs) and turn around and say just no before you even start the episode. No. Uh, so no, we're not recommending this one at all. So that's three clunkers in a yes, row for is. season three. Yeah. Again, does it break it? Does it mean mean that you're looking unfavorably? It, yeah. Do you know what? It's interesting. I was thinking about it this morning.
1: It's I'm really surprised.
0: And I think we've got another clunker to come. Yeah. Next week is uncomfortable. Very, yeah. very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um yeah <laughs> so i don't i am um, so i remember really getting, season three being better now yeah i'm getting worried so so strange so worrying yeah. i don't know what we're going to do there we go um but uh so speaking of next week we're going to yes. move on to setting up just a moment but uh where can people find you Dan?
1: well at the moment and this is what's the time hang on a minute it is <laughs> um the 18th of november 2022 at eleven forty-six. You can currently, I believe, although I haven't checked Twitter in the last half an hour, you can currently find me on Twitter <laughs> at academic trek 47 If you're listening to this in the next week or two and it, it's all gone horribly wrong, you can find me on um, Mastodon mm-hmm. and it's a, at AcademicTrek at MastodonApp.uk.
0: Nice. So, Maybe I should do what they did in this episode and have like a one day earlier yes. on Twitter and then just the next day yeah. it's gone um maybe we should make a a new social media platform called impulse where it's just you know people just shouting out into the void exactly um yeah so uh yes obviously um same here i'm on twitter if you've already listened to this show you should already be following us anyway as we've already gone through the socials before i might re-record us just saying our socials and just implant this every time um obviously join us on uh, the Nexus Nights, which is the spin-off show yes. to this, general check, Trek chit-chat, and uh, I'll say that right once uh, as we go through. And then um, you've got the Cosmic Pizza, Epsilon 3, and Monsters, My Middle Child, and me with um, Nathan, who has already guested on the episode. We've just had yes. the Zindi would, release as we were recording. Last
1: night, yeah. So He's nice. done a cracking job, I thought.
0: Yeah, it was uh he was he's, good and he's born to do it, mate. He's born <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know, if I don't reach the full 18 years to finish this journey, I've just regrown my replacement. That's what yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, so uh all that remains is setting up for next week. Uh join us next week for season three, episode 58 of the podcast, season three, episode six of Enterprise Exile. Uh no time bewilders, zero minutes, zero seconds, and it's a Hoshi-centric episode which hoshi the character is great what they tend to do with hoshi the character <laughs> not so great and that is why this episode is very uncomfortable yes. um uh, i'm Absolutely. guessing you're already feeling the same as well
1: i am I, I literally when i watched this when i watched not uh when i watched impulse this morning it just carried on because i wasn't really paying attention <laughs> i was like oh god it's this one <laughs> that yeah. might be tipping my hat as to my my reaction but yes i was like oh god
0: Already <laughs> already sense it's going to be four episodes in a row of yeah. bad season three there yeah. we go Ooh, right uh, so yes join us next time for exile and uh, as always thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next time stream we certainly will i hope you've enjoyed the show please remember to like subscribe and review wherever you listen to it if you would like to be a guest in the future or give feedback you can contact me by either searching for the Temporal Trek Podcast Facebook page or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore coattail. Also search the Temporal Trek Podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at Daniel underscore Hitch underscore Writer. Scripted elements of the show are a work of pure fan fiction and any views and opinions expressed in the episode discussions are my own or that of the guest. They do not reflect the rights holders of Star Trek. Any Star Trek sound effects or music are used under the terms of fair use and are not my own work. The intro music, Birthright by Audio Binger, is royalty-free from the Free Music Archive. Check out their work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek is a free podcast with no Patreon or sponsorship. However, if you would like to support the show, you can find my books by searching Daniel Peter Hitch on Amazon. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you in the next time stream.